wanted to ask you, um, cause on your page that you did, um, studio and like kind of like street and like, you know, just outdoor photography. I want to ask you what you find is like the main differences of like either shooting, um, outdoors or street versus studio, or if there's like a different vibe when you're shooting with someone is a different vibe, like you rather shoot studio or you rather shoot um outdoor with them like is there like a certain way you go about it about it i honestly had never had access to a studio before school and when i went to college i only had one year in person and that, not even a year it was a semester in three weeks so not even i didn't even get five full months in person and i had access to these amazing professional studios that were incredible they had like six or seven lights in each studio massive ceilings every backdrop color it was unreal wow. and i i didn't know where to start i had to completely <laughs> learn and so yeah. we learned lighting classes and all that stuff and so i barely had a taste of studio life before covid shut down my schooling and then my last entire year and a half was online and watching mm -hmm. them teach lighting techniques and and teach posing and all that stuff in the studio was from me sitting at home <laughs> on zoom and yeah. i was so envious because we were in full lockdown mode, especially last spring, which was my last semester of school. It was yeah. so important to be there doing it, but I was watching them do it and recordings and me. So I'm completely self-taught, which is sad because I do have a diploma in my in my specialty, but I also, yeah. like, I didn't do it. Realistically, I didn't. I, I didn't go. And the one time, one or two times I did go, I'd be there on a weekend and I'd be completely trying to learn this equipment that I had never touched. So I... I really love it, but it's so weird because I've always done outdoor stuff and I love outdoors. I love natural light. And even talking to me probably a year ago, I would have told you like, I don't use flash. I don't fuck with that. I just, I'm so. Oh, I hate flash. I hate flash so much. I yeah. Flash. Right. I don't like anything that looks so artificial. I need soft lighting and I, I, I use like uh, reflectors and I'll use that stuff to bounce sunlight and things. Even that I find can be harsh. But even direct sunlight, I just, I really like, I like, I mean, every photographer likes the golden hour and the blue hour, but I also, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just so comfortable outdoors using natural light. And so stepping into a studio and making my own studio was a huge move and such a big adjustment because I didn't buy the lights that they taught me on. They were so old school. All the lighting was 30 plus years old, these big speedo packs that were just really? wow. not modern. <laughs> No, and a lot of my program I found wasn't modern. Um, I'm not here to shit on it, but it was it was just very, very old school. Um, we had lots of different previous photographers that have graduated and specialized. Um, and a lot of them will tell you, like, you don't go for the creative aspect. You go for the technique and you learn it. And I assume you do because I didn't because I was online. But, um, yeah, it's. It's very strange. I had to, I ordered all my studio stuff and I had to learn the lights. And, and so I shoot, I just have a two light setup. I have four lights, but I usually shoot with two. And I've learned to love it because the softer and the bigger the light, the better. And so I've got, I've got these like six foot umbrellas that are massive. And I, I just love it. I love, I can, I can do a lot with a light and manipulate it and make it like yeah. super hazy or you can make it super sharp spotlights like you can do i love putting gels on on colors and making like really bold statements and i feel like there's so much opportunity and that i had never known about especially during so much lockdown me studying other photographers and just 
just like really opening up my shell and open up my creativity because I had always had such a specific style looking back even like on my old like Instagram feed like it was so moody and it was so dark and black and white and film and all that stuff and I really didn't experiment much with color but I think it was because I was a little bit intimidated by it and I just kind of thought oh I have to have this one style but recently I've really become one to love colored backdrops and colored lights and more big statements and like high fashion stuff which I really really love and I'll continue to keep learning about and so I'm constantly learning all the time Mm -hmm. but I I don't know right now it's great because in the fall I was looking like what am I going to do this winter during because we get we get heavy winters in Wyerton we get like extreme like schools will close down for weeks at a time because buses don't run and it's like it's pretty intense so yeah. I'm like, nobody's going to want to go outside during this blizzard weather or whether it's just like slushy and gross. Nobody really wants to do that. So I'm just, yes. it's hard go to com- compare the two. I, I love outdoor, but I needed an alternative. And I was like, I mm. want to start creating a bigger portfolio on different, different styles and different. I really want to specialize in fashion, like, especially like as I grow, I would love to just do that. I do maternity stuff and newborn stuff occasionally i'm trying to get out of couples and i'm trying to get out of family shots i find you i really want to push my creativity and i i find it's hard to at those because everybody wants those basic happy shots and i'm more like let's (laughs) do like something moody like (laughs) something cool like yeah (laughs) i don't know so yeah um with like building your own studio um how was that process like was it like you like like I find with um, like what you were saying, like you want to do moody and stuff. So going about making your own studio, what was that process like? Was it very like um, kind of like you're just jumping in, like I don't really know what's going on, or was it more like learning every like kind of different, not different type of light, but different type of light, different type of um, backdrop, like more versatility, like getting like you know a backdrop that costs less but has multiple like. Um, colors and stuff like what was that kind of like like what kind of process did you go through to have like the setup you have now i don't i wouldn't say it was under control and i didn't have much knowledge so Mm -hmm. i did i did research a lot and i i worked with these nine foot backdrops at school and they were amazing nine feet wide is like incredible there's so much you can do you can throw so many people in there um but obviously you need a massive space for something like that. And you need very, very strong light stands to hold that up. Or you need to like a, a ceiling or a wall mount. And I was looking, I was tripping. I was just like, where am I going to put a studio in this small little town? And yeah. is there a clientele for that? I'm probably going to be screwed, to be honest. But my parents and I chatted and they were just like, yeah, use our living room. We've got multiple living room spaces. And mm-hmm. so this one is, it's like 10 foot ceilings. And I'd say it's like 15, no, probably 12 feet ac- across. It's very big and very, it's very open. And I have, they just said, use the space, put up your work on the walls, hang your backdrops, do whatever you need to do to that space. So I hung like a, I hung like a wardrobe, um, like a bar to hang everybody's clothes when they get there. And I've got shelves for like footwear and it's pretty it's pretty great i honestly i only built it i guess two months ago now and i have people in it almost every day sometimes two people a day and it's incredible how busy it's been i definitely didn't expect that living in such a small area i expected 
so much less but i was like let's focus on like bigger projects and reaching out to smaller businesses and maybe doing some product stuff but yeah it's been really really busy and i'm really grateful for that and i'm hoping to grow more but yeah i'm using currently i'm using six foot backdrops so they're six feet wide and they're like they're like 20 feet long they're so long so you just keep rolling them down but you have Mm -hmm. to be super careful when it comes to damaging the vapor because it's very easy to rip or tear or even just like scuff with like shoes i just clean shoes and i make sure everything is so delicate and obviously having dancers and stuff that are jumping around and people in like big high heels it's so easy to damage so i go through yeah. backdrops pretty fast but they're they're honestly pretty cheap i think i think you can get a nice backdrop for under hundred dollars and i don't have every color but i want to get every color i'm thinking about this weekend going and investing in more because i'm just <laughs> like i want to have all the options and once you have them all you're set yeah i think you'd be more versatile of like what you want to do because you're mentioning doing fashion and like you know with fashion you don't need like multiple colors and different like match certain like outfits and stuff exactly um, so yeah definitely yeah you definitely see you know more backdrops in, in the works for you mm-hmm. um when you were i guess because you said because you said you were self-taught um but also have like you know you went to school for like um photography um i want to know like with learning like the studio stuff was it more like what's the word i want to say you felt kind of out of place or did it kind of like make sense as you started doing it more um i definitely got a lot more comfortable as i as i experimented i had friends come in and i was just like let me just play for hours let's just bring a bunch of outfits we'll play with different lights let me just adjust to it i wasn't going to start bringing in paid clients immediately mm-hmm. i'd say the first week or two i had friends in every day just I have got some really cool friends with some funky outfits and we'd thrift yeah. things and we just we'd go hard we'd make full sets and uh, makeup and hair and everyone would just pitch in and we create some really beautiful art together and um and we'd full, we'd edit later and I don't know I just I like to tether I like to plug it into my laptop as I'm shooting so I can just immediately see the results and yeah. then I can do my tweaks and I learned pretty fast I mean I can't say I had no experience because I was shooting in studio at school and i had help but a mm-hmm. lot of the a lot of it was product like the first full semester of school which was the only semester which was in person it was all like how to how to light wood how to light glass how to light um ceramics all this different stuff and 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 some products and some i think i don't think we did any portraiture which is that's of course my niche so yeah, that's funny because yeah. you're you're mostly doing portraiture now exactly yeah it's a lot of um I just like to call them like self-love projects. I love doing like one-on-one with a person. Some people want to bring a friend and I say it's okay, but I really encourage people to bring, to just bring themselves and just sit with me and we'll chat about it at the beginning. I want to make someone feel so comfortable in front of the camera without having a friend looking at them and feeling awkward or just like giggly. I just want, and I don't know, I feel like self-love is like the most important thing to me is just like having somebody come and then see the photos once the gallery is sent and just loving every inch of their body and just feeling so refreshed and so beautiful and powerful. And I just, I think it's a very empowering experience, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to people who, which is most who come in, people who just say like, I really don't like the way I look. I have, I have no confidence. I'm very insecure and I'm very nervous and I just want them to feel so comfortable and 
it's amazing the difference that like an hour or two of shooting and just and just doing fun poses and doing different outfits and just loosening <clears throat> up on camera it's very very powerful the effect it can have on somebody and and their whole their whole like look on themselves so that, yeah i was gonna ask you um i've seen you've been jumping into more like boudoir-esque um, photography and i kind of answer i almost answered my question i was gonna ask you um what made you like take that jump into boudoir um like n- like not really take that jump but like make you um more interested in that i guess field slash genre of photography yeah i just i love it i've always loved it to be honest you would find me at 13 14 like early early high school shooting boudoir of my friends and my sister and we're all like children but <laughs> i just love it i've just always thought the human body is so beautiful and should be embraced and the form and just like light and shadow hitting the body it can just be so stunning i think society's beauty standards which being like extremely thin and tall Mm -hmm. and having flawless skin it's also unrealistic and just total bullshit i just do not agree with it i think every single size and every skin color everything should be embraced because everybody is so unique and beautiful in their own way that was perfect jesus (laughs) But yeah, no, I agree. And I guess, yeah, because kind of, I don't know, I feel like that, that style of photography aligns with you from what you've been saying with like, just like enjoying, I guess, creating. So I feel like with that genre of photography, you could just kind of like have a few outfits, maybe try this, try this light with that thing, this with that, see how this looks, try this pose. Cause I feel like it's a lot, there's a lot of creative things you could do with that genre. Oh, 100%. I love it. I love, I can do full nude or semi-nude or I can do fully clothed. I think either way you can make it so tasteful, whether how much clothing they have or not, you can do it without being provocative or tasteless. I just, I think, I don't know what it is. I just love it. I think in having somebody look at themselves after and just never seeing them in that way, it's just Mm. such a huge jump and it's, it's so amazing. I just want to ask you, um, so for uh, kind of kind of kind of like a, a, a I guess some tips tips for for people out there need to knows for for studio like anything like key key things either for you could say for anything either shooting in a studio um, making your own studio or just getting started in a studio what are some like I guess key things that you find like helped you the most either build your own studio or start shooting in a studio? Oh my goodness. I don't know. I I would suggest to look at inspiration. Constantly browse at different photographers' work. Find your niche. Find the stuff that you're constantly looking at and saving. And I... I'm a huge sucker for mood boards. I'm constantly making a million different Pinterest boards and putting photos together I like and doing all these safe stuff that that when somebody does come to me, I am saying like, I've got so many concepts in my brain I want to do and I look at somebody and I think like, I can definitely put together some ideas just to give them an idea. I love looking at different people's work and comparing it and just their like everything, their style and their uh, their wardrobe and their lighting and everything. So I love that. That's really great for, for different ideas and just mm. conceptual things. And and um, oh my goodness, to to start making a studio, it's so overwhelming because there's so many different 
ways you can go with it but you need a you need a space and you can pretty much do it in a small space there are very very small backdrops depending on editing skills if you're willing to expand backdrops you can do it in a very small room um, with smaller lights to start off <laughs> yeah i don't really know where, where to what to suggest i think i think in ontario we don't have a lot of options for like buying the the materials there's only a few different camera stores and a few different mm. lighting stores and backdrops and so i went with VizTech in toronto and there's a few different locations um and but they're pretty affordable and my lights i bought online they were pulsy buff they're alien b lights and they're great okay. they're slaves so basically i only need one light to be plugged in to my oh, camera wow. and the other one is like on a slave mode so when it sees a light fire it immediately fires which is incredible because I I can't be tied up to both. That would just yeah. be a mess. <laughs> you can also go wireless if you have pocket wizards, which they're expensive. But if you just get a cord, you can plug into the one, and the other one will fire at the se- same second. If I even had like a little speedo on my on my camera, like a little mm. flash, I could flash that, and then both of them not plugged in would flash. And it's just it's great that they're so immediate and they're so reliable. Um, whatever way they're facing, they're usually if they've got, you've got the space, they'll fire and, and you can really get creative. I think one or two lights is all you really need to do some pretty amazing professional looking shots. All right. Well, thank you, Bella, um, for being on the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, let the people know where to find you on Instagram and all that and chat yourself out. I am on Instagram, um, Bella Bruff photo. It's b-e-l-l-a-b-r-o-u-g-h photo and yeah i don't really i guess that's pretty much it i don't i guess i'm on facebook but nobody really cares about facebook yeah um <laughs> yeah thank you for being on um it was a thank pleasure you so much. Me too. This was a lot of 